God is faithful. He will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he will provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. That's coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12 through 14. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Girls on Another Level, aka Go. So I know you're probably wondering what we're going to be talking about, what this podcast is about. But this is a platform made specifically for women, okay? So I'm going to be talking to different women on each episode about their journey to get to their chosen career path. So, you know, if you're trying to be a lawyer, I got that for you. You're trying to be a teacher, I got that for you too. So just stay through this journey with me as we move along. All right. Boom. So I'm about to play a clip for you guys. All right. So while you listen to this clip, try to figure out what profession we're going to be talking about today. Okay. All right. Let's take roll. Jessica. Where is Jessica? Is there Jessica here? Who's Jessica? Do you there? mean Jessica? Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's how it's gonna be. Okay. You like playing games, don't you? Watching you, Jessica. Keeping you in check. Okay. Benjamin. Who's Benjamin? No Benjamin here. Yes, sir. My name's Benjamin. Do you want to go to war, Benjamin? Do you want to go to war? No. My name is Benjamin. Guys, thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Girls on Another Level. This week, we're going to be talking with Miss Jasmine, and she's going to tell us all about her journey to becoming a teacher. So if you're interested in learning what it takes to be a teacher, stay tuned. Hey, Jasmine. How are you doing today? I'm good, girl. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. So let's get into it. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Welcome to your seatbelt. <laughs> so tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Jasmine. As Tiara has said, I am an educator. I have been an educator for almost eight years. I am um, an elementary school teacher, and I'm certified to teach grades K through eight for elementary um, ESOL, and I'm certified to teach grades. K through 12 for uh, reading. All right, so what inspired you to become a teacher? Um, Growing up, I did not have one single black teacher. I did not have a black teacher until I got to the campus of Tuskegee University. Um, And while I was there, teaching was something that I did not want to do because the pay was low, the hours were long, and so I wanted to do uh, something along the lines of nursing, but um i realized that i hated it and so i started volunteering at local elementary schools in tuskegee Mm -hmm. and i realized i realized that this is what i want to do and so that's how i got into education so what qualities do you think it takes to be a good teacher you have to be patient you have to be patient and you have to have a little bit more patience because these kids, whoo. Um, so definitely you have to have patience. You have to be flexible. Um, teaching is a job that changes constantly. Depending on how your your students react to a lesson, you might have to think quickly on your feet and change a whole lesson up. So you definitely have to be flexible. You have to be organized. If you're not organized, it's just this is just not the career for you. So those are three qualities that I think good teachers have to have. 
So I hear you talk a lot about patience, patience, patience. So those kids must be a little too much to handle. So what's the day in the life of being a teacher? Um, so I teach in an urban community. So every school, different types of different type of school will be a little bit different. And so the kids come in in the morning. They are turned as soon as they come in the door. <laughs> And, you know, they go to breakfast and while they're eating their breakfast, you know, you'll have kids who are coming in and coming out, um, completing morning work or other morning duties. And, um, and then you get straight to teaching. Now, I teach at a school where I have to teach every subject other than what's called specials and those are things like PE, music, art. Um, but it's interesting because you have all these different personalities you have all these different ability levels mm -hmm. so you have to be able to do a million things all at one time um and so there are going to be days that you're not going to finish everything that you wanted to finish there are going to be days where a lesson didn't do didn't go great and it wasn't the student's fault but it was your fault and you have to come back and reteach it but kids are energetic all day long um when i say all day long i mean all day long so by the end of the day you're like my bed where is thou so yeah that's a, that's a little bit did you want me to go my whole do my full day schedule or i mean if you want to i mean okay. let the people know okay so this is it i got ready pens and papers all right so they come in the morning um and so they'll be in in the morning with me and that's just their quiet time morning work time from 7 45 until 8 15 and that's when the announcements would start um and then right after the announcements went off we had an intervention time from um 8 30 until 9 o'clock and those that time was just dedicated to teaching really um intensive reading strategies to help our students become better readers then I had a little bit of break, but I, it's never really a break because you'll be called for meetings um, or parents will want to come and have conversations with you. And then when they come back, we do about an hour and a half of math. Kids go to lunch. They go to recess for about 20 minutes. Come back, finish the day with reading, science, social studies, and then their favorite part of the day is when they get to go home. So <laughs> it's action-packed from the time they come in to the time that they leave. So what's something that's very challenging about being a teacher to you? The workload never stops. And I think the hardest thing for me was to turn off my brain. And so learning that I can have a balance of my work life and my social life and not trying to take work home with me every single day um, is something that, I mean, I still struggle with, with now. So. I only pick maybe two days, two days out of the week that I may stay late after school or I may take things home to grade papers. But um, I remember my first year teaching, I was just overwhelmed because I would be up still working on work until 9.45, 10 o'clock mm -hmm. that night. <laughs> and it just, your brain never turns off because you're thinking, could I have taught this better? Or oh, I think this will be a cute activity to do, a fun activity to do with my students. Do I think they like it? So your brain is always turning, and then parents are always, you know, calling with questions, which I think that's wonderful that they have questions about what their child is doing in the classroom. But this past school year, I had to turn it all down. I am only going to answer 
phone calls until 5.15 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, if you have an emergency, you know where to reach me or if you please just send an email um, telling students that they could only reach me until a certain time if they had questions and if I wasn't able to get in contact yeah, with them, yeah. then we'll work on it the next <laughs> day. So I had to be very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I had to be very uh, mindful of my own mental space that I was giving out and I had to just focus on me and they'll fall into place <laughs> they'll get with your schedule I'm glad because you answered my question I was going to say how was it dealing with you know parents because I know parents love their kids especially elementary but you answered my question so thank you thank you yeah. so we're going to jump into this education portion okay. which is very interesting because I'm starting to find out through you actually that you don't necessarily have to have an education degree in order to be a teacher so talk about your journey in becoming a teacher and what is usually the standard education route to become a teacher so the traditional route is to um, be admitted into a teacher program at your local university or college and that's a traditional way and when you do it that way you will have to take certain tests to um, like they're called field tests or certification tests mm -hmm. to pass those you might have to do observation hours which you go in and you look at teachers and you observe how they teach you ask them questions or kind of like a mentor and then part of that um, program, part of the program is your last semester or your last two semesters, you'll be doing your student teaching to where you're learning from your master teacher and then you are required to teach, to teach so many hours um, and your professors or whoever is, you know, whoever you're assigned to as your, I guess your mentor teacher on campus, mm -hmm. they come and observe you and they just give you uh, critiques on how to become a better teacher, what you did that was great, which what you could do that um, you need a little bit of work work with. So that's the traditional route. Okay. The other route is that a lot of my friends have done is majoring in something different mm -hmm. and then um, being able to use their degree. So friends who had a biology degree, they could take a content area test in biology and teach middle school science high school science and there's different requirements based on the state that they have to complete in order to be considered mm -hmm. a teacher but you don't necessarily have to have a education degree to teach in school now i will ask this question even though you don't necessarily have to have an education degree to become a teacher is it more beneficial to because you learn more deeper in depth things that you wouldn't say if you had a business degree um in my experience i would say no okay. um and i only say that because i don't know how teacher programs are formatted today because i graduated college years ago in 2012 but when I got into the classroom, pretty much everything that I learned up to that point, I felt like I wasn't as prepared. Now, I was prepared with the content area things, mm -hmm. but as far as the socio uh, behavior students uh, had and how to 
teach students of different abilities. I had to kind of learn that as I went through. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you don't do the traditional route and you want to teach, that you need to find someone who has been teaching, someone who's a strong teacher to kind of help you along the way because it's going to be difficult no matter which route you go. Okay, okay. So listeners, I just want you guys to really take heed to what she's saying. If you're really serious about doing this, take this advice, okay? Everybody's route will be different, like she said. But if you're really trying to do this, stick with this and do your research, okay? So we're going to continue to go on. So I know the education system is something that is always talked about. There's always something that people say could be better, things that the system isn't doing well to get kids to either continue a secondary education in college and things like that. So what do you think is something the education system can improve on? I think that we focus so much on building the full academic child. And what I say by that is having, how do our students compare or how are they able to compete with other students who are their, who are their age group, who have the same mental, uh, capabilities and I think that we forget to focus on the emotional behaviors that students have and to be honest school is completely different from when we were little kids like things that I remember doing in third grade these kids are doing in first grade and it's a lot to require of them and so they get extremely overwhelmed I see kids who have more anxiety issues compared to um, when I first started teaching Um, it's just very difficult to try to cram everything that they are quote-unquote need to be able to know in order to be proficient as whatever age group that they're in Mm -hmm. that they just I just don't feel like schools really focused on developing the whole child they kind of just develop on this is what you need to know in order to be able to be considered smart or just getting results yeah they just, it's basically looking at kids like test numbers in my experience and I mean I know that testing is important um but I feel like we spend too much time on that and kids know that by the end of the day that some people are just going to look at them as a score so I feel like one of the biggest challenges in education is if we could think of ways that we could develop the entire child so students who don't do well on tests but are creative have a way to shine just Mm -hmm. as much as a student who knows that they're going to get A's on these tests and get really high scores and be just be considered smart because they're able to answer a question. question. But I don't feel like we, uh, the education um, world looks at the different um, intellects that a data child can have. That was real interesting. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) So now that you've been teaching for a while and you've, somewhat got a hang of it because I know teaching that can change every day with the aspects that you deal with so what's your favorite thing about being a teacher definitely the kids um they are hilarious even when they're not trying to be and and it's also great birth control because (laughs) (laughs) I'm like ooh, kids I don't understand how teachers can be teachers and have to go home and then be a parent right but I got into education for the students and that's that's really why I'm there now and even when you have extremely difficult students because you will have students that are going to try your patience that are going to take everything out of you 
you're still there for the kids. And so that's my favorite part of teaching is walking in the classroom every day and the students are like, hi, Miss Bella, so let me tell you about <laughs> what happened the other day when I got home from school. <laughs> and it's just, they just feel so comfortable with you and they become your own kids. They really do. That's real nice. That's real nice. So... Do you have any other advice that you would like to give to anyone that's looking to be in this field? Teaching is a great career, in my opinion. Um, There are a lot of different things that you can do with education. You are going to work really hard some days. You're going to go home and you're going to cry and you're going to have to really try to problem solve on how to be able to reach students. But it is a very rewarding career and there's not anything else that I would want to do with my life. So if you're interested in in being a teacher, I suggest that you hook up with maybe a teacher friend that you know or our old teacher that you've had um, throughout your matriculation of school and see what it's like to be in a classroom um, and see if that's a good fit for you because teaching is not going to be a good fit for everybody. Um, And once you decide that this is something that you want to do, just give it just give it your all. All right, and last question. In relation to being a teacher and, you know, dealing with kids every day, do you have any goals that you're looking forward to accomplishing for the rest of this upcoming school year? Um, This, I am tra- transitioning to a new county. And Ooh. so that's kind of scary because I've been pretty much in one county my entire teaching year. And so this year is just going to be a just a year of learning and learning the whatever county I'm going to, um, what their way is, and just eventually I want to just look at policy, um, looking at these laws that they have in place for education, um, being a voice and being an advocate for students as well as being an advocate for teachers and increasing pay. So I want to start looking more at that. So this year would just be a lot of just observing and, and learning and you know, perfecting my craft. All right. Well, there you guys have it. That was the lovely Jasmine teaching us what it takes to be a teacher. But before you go, I have this little thing that I would like to present. Okay. So guys, I know you can't see what's going on right now, but I have this lovely creative mason jar. Inside of this jar is a whole bunch of inspirational quotes. Okay. So I would like for you to pick one out of here and okay. read it aloud just to inspire you and other people listening. Oh, now you're about to give me the jar. I was like, girl, oh, no. this is my classroom <laughs> theme. Oh my goodness, how does she know? Okay. <laughs> oh, nails are long. Let's see. Here we go. If you want to improve your life, change it. If you can't change it, then change your outlook. Ooh, I like that quote. I'm going to need that for the rest of this week. Okay, I'm about to step it right <laughs> to my forehead. At the end of each show, I would like to do a segment called The Business Spotlight, basically highlighting black excellence. So each episode will feature a black-owned business, and this week's shout-out is going to go to Symphony Clark, also known as the Thrift Guru. She has her own clothing brand where she makes one-of-a-kind pieces that she customizes herself. So if you're interested in seeing what her pieces look like and what her brand is all about, you can go to her Instagram at shopthriftguru. Or if you're interested in buying one of her pieces, you can go to her website as well. And that's going to be at www.shop, 
thriftguru.com. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in and catch you the next episode.